All right, welcome. We are back at the Jaguar Podcast, and this is the first ever time that we actually are going to sit down with some extracurriculars and talk a little bit about the girls' basketball program. So we're going to go around. I want you guys to introduce, tell us what you do with the team, and then we'll start out with our first question. So, Christian. Wonderful. Uh, I'm Christian Thompson, uh, and I am the C-Squad coach. And I'm D.C. Lucas, and I'm the uh, J.D. coach. Kelly Trudeau, and I am the head coach. Okay, so let's let's just get rolling, Kelly. I'm going to start with you. Uh, so it's your first run at, at your own basketball program. You've been around basketball your entire life, and I would say it's it's pretty much in your blood. I don't think you really have that choice or not. But tell me what's what's something that maybe caught you off guard or was new when you're starting to develop your own program. Um, I I think one of the biggest surprises is just all of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I was around a lot of that with my dad, but he did so much when we weren't there. Um, those kind of things kind of surprised me. They snuck up on me, and it was all kind of at one time. Um, so that's been my biggest surprise, but it, I've had really, really awesome people around me helping me through all of that, so I haven't forgotten anything. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty blessed with a pretty good support around me. Good. Yeah, sometimes uh, you just want to coach. The coaching part sometimes is the easiest part. It's all the behind the scenes to get ready for that. So, DC, I, I think you got a really unique perspective on this because you've been around these girls since they were the littlest first time they put the ball in the hand. Talk about like what it's like now to see it come to the point where now they're on the, the varsity basketball court. Yeah, we were talking about last night. To see them coming from the third grade until last night, it's, it's amazing to watch when they're an eighth grader or a freshman going up against juniors and seniors. That that makes a really big difference. You you don't think it will, but then you get out there and it's a lot. It's a lot they have to get used to, not just physically, but mentally on that side of it. And it's just... Uh, it's a lot faster game, so I think a lot of it is, you know, these girls are much quicker and they got to step it up on both sides. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been fun to watch them grow throughout this whole process. It's just they're they're good kids, and it's, it's going to be fun to watch them continue to grow. Awesome, thank you. So Christian, it's it's your first year coaching for basketball here. So tell me what's been good about the first two weeks. Yeah, well, I'll say first off, like, I never thought I would coach. When I came into the teaching profession, I said I, I refused to coach because I thought it would make my job in the classroom worse. Um, but I found that it's the opposite because I think you see a whole lot, of, uh, just a different perspective from um, our learners. It gets me involved in their lives in a whole new way. Um, and it's actually, I think, improved relationships and stuff like that. So I just absolutely love that part of it. Okay, so tell me, uh, tell me what's what's one thing, and, and I'll get an answer from each of you. And, and DC, let's start with you. Like, what's what's one of the things that it's like? Hey, this is a bright spot. This is something to really look forward to during this season. You know, I think just the uh, the energy uh, that this team brings, and I think the athleticism that this team brings. I think they are uh, they are committed to uh, the defensive side of the ball. They're committed to the to just the the new uh, philosophies. I think that's that's always been a good thing, and they're just. You know, in the business world, they always look for business acumen, and I think in the sports world, they're always their thirst for knowledge and to understand what we're trying to roll out, what other teams are doing, and that's just that's making them a lot better on the court, and it's 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 nice to see that, and hope that uh, continues. Yeah, I always believed that if my teams would have just been interested in what they were doing, the rest of it would have been pretty fun, but it wasn't always the case. So, how about from you, Kelly? What's been something that gives you some excitement for this year? These girls love basketball. They absolutely love basketball, and when you have a group of kids that love what they're doing, they're going to be willing to go the extra mile. They're going to be willing to ask the extra question. They're going to be willing to stay after and shoot 50 extra free throws because they shot 
poorly the day before or even that day in practice. Um, and like DC said, they, they're starting to become very good students of the game. Um, I'm excited to get some film up for them to start watching because they're just going to dive into it and eat it up. And I think we are going to just watch them grow immensely this year because the, the learning curve is so huge and they're just going to fly. You, you may never remember when or what it was like after game one when you get midway through the year with this group. So yeah. How about for you, Christian? What's been something that excites you about this year? Growth. It's going to be really fun to see just the growth from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. We got a lot of young girls, um, both in the varsity and the JV, mm-hmm. and so just to see the growth and how they, they react to that, um, I think it's going to be really fun to watch. So you guys have a unique dynamic because you're you're young, and then you do have a couple of girls that are that have been around the varsity program for a few years. So how do you? And any one of you can kind of jump in to start. But like, how do you mesh that? What are your seniors bringing to the table? Because it's it's a unique spot that not all programs are in. Yeah, I, I can start. I Brooke is our only senior this year, and she has been a phenomenal leader. Um, our roles. The beauty of what we have right now is our roles are going to change every single game. Um, we have so many weapons that might be hot different nights, and they've really embraced that. And I think they've just really embraced whatever we're going to do, we're going to do it together. And that's been really cool. Um, the, our upperclassmen, we don't have many, but they've been phenomenal. They've been good leaders. They come into practice every day ready to work. And our young ones have just grabbed onto that and run with it. Um, so, so we've been lucky because it's not always easy for upperclassmen to look at a ninth grader or an eighth grader or a seventh grader in this sense and be okay playing right next to them or even playing less minutes, but they have, they've just embraced, we're going to do what's best for the team. And that's, that's been really cool to see. Other thoughts? I think you'll see it tonight. I think it's interesting when you ask that question because before in the pregame huddle when they get in a circle the one word they use is together mm-hmm. and i think that embodies this team is that you wouldn't know when you walked in the gym who the eighth grader was who the senior yeah. was and I, I love that there's no entitlement they all work together um they all take leadership roles in different spots and i think that's a huge factor in this whole thing especially being as young as we are but that's just going to keep building even the jv level those young seventh graders you wouldn't know it because everybody's working together mm-hmm. how about tell me something that led that's been frustrating and, and obviously youth is is uh, one of those things that's like yeah i love it but i hate it but how about anything else that like yeah this has been frustrating as we've gotten into the first two weeks of this program kelly what do you think <laughs> uh I, we had a fairly unfortunate start with volleyball and basketball overlapping it was the best reason to be missing practice because we went to state for volleyball and that was you know a once in a lifetime experience for those kids but we started a week behind. Um, so we, we have a couple girls that are a little dinged up because their their bodies just never had a chance to recover. Um, and mentally, they never had a chance to breathe after volleyball. So so that was a bummer, but I, uh, I am very proud of how they all handled it. Uh, the ones that were here before um, state finished were phenomenal. They came in and worked, and it's not easy to work with eight kids at practice sometimes. And they took things seriously, and. And as soon as those volleyball girls got back, they they just ran. They they did their best to catch up, and they bonded really well. They were nervous about that. They're like, oh well, we're gonna come in a week late. Well, everyone again, just together. Yeah, I don't think probably the activity association is a big subscriber to our podcast. 
But, you know, if they were listening, the one thing I would tell them is I'd rather see volleyball start two weeks earlier. I think every kid, there should be a mandatory week off between any season for every kid. So the one, they can be a kid. And two, mentally, I think you said it, they can heal a little bit. Uh, They need breaks, too. Uh, We we run them to death. And and there'll be some of our girls who won't have a break until summer. So, Yeah. yeah. How about from your side, Christian? What's something that maybe has been a frustration? I mean, that, that's been the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, again, like Mr. was saying, they've done a, a phenomenal job of just bringing everybody in. I know some of the girls, like you said, I heard some of the girls worried about um, are they going to feel like um, they aren't going to be accepted on the team because they were at States and the girls were practicing. And they just did a phenomenal job of having the mindset of this is a team, this is a family. Um, so we're breaking down some of those hierarchy mindsets and, and having more of a team mindset, kind of family mindset, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. And they haven't used it as an excuse. Nope. So that, that's been awesome. Like it's, it's a frustration for us, but none of the girls have, have used it as an excuse. So that's been huge. Yeah, and, and you know, there, there's a little bit about that, that championship acumen. Like you got to get there. And you got to have people know it so they can keep trying to get there in other mm-hmm. sports, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you're right. It certainly is a, a good and a bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about what, what What are some of the goals that you guys in D.C. will start with? You? What are some of the goals you've set for your team this year? Um, well, Mr. Doe can speak to a lot. We're, we're taking this step by step, win the day. Um, you know, we're going off with uh, little wins, you know, get our first home win, get our first road win. Uh, we have a few of them that we're going, and then we'll just kind of continue to build off of that. I mean, every everybody wants that, you know, the goal to to win everything. But at the end of the day, where this program is at, we're going to take it step by step. And um, our philosophy is, if they win the day and they continue to improve, then sky's the limit this year beyond what we can do. Yeah, yeah. We we all read um, "You Win in Locker Room First by John Gordon, and um, he had a really good insight on, like, of course, everyone's end goal is to win it all. Like, why would you start the season if that was not your end goal? So instead of focusing on that and always talking about that, talk about the milestones that you need to achieve to get there. So that's really what we've been focusing on. We met with the girls, and we we set, like, statistical goals, and we've set, like, these are what we want to be known for, but, like, as a, for a overall arching goal, we're going to go day by day, like he said, win the day, um, be better than we were yesterday. Um, and we, we do those milestones. We take care of the little things. I mean, we're going to have a winning season. It might not be winning in the win and loss column, but we are going to come out better individuals. We are going to come out more um, gritty. That was a word we're trying to use a lot with them. Let's get gritty and um I, I think we do that, we're going to see a lot of growth, both mentally and physically. And, am I right? That's the, the one that links to Mike Smith with the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. always love the breaking it down when, you know, four games at a time. Yes. A really good way in how he rebuilt the Falcons. It's yep. a wonderful book. Yep. It's so phenomenal. tell me this, like, wh- why read a book like that with the kids? What, what's the purpose of doing that? Why read a book? Yeah, well, yeah, well I, uh, hopefully we all <laughs> do that part. But, like, well, you know, you said everybody on the team read it. Why, why do something like that? Oh, they actually haven't read it. We all okay, read Okay, so it. you guys yes, did. So, so then why, why you guys do that? Let's say it that way then. Uh, if we expect them to be students of the game, we also have to do things to improve as not only coaches but as individuals and how we're going to handle our girls. And we knew coming in that we were going to have a young group of kids and we were going to have to take care of the mental side of the game just as much as the physical side. And I, that was a 
perfect book to start, yeah. I think. If we, if we can take care of the culture and the attitudes and that piece of our program, the wins and losses will start coming. I think it was really important too for us to all like have read the same book. Mm -hmm. You know, to have a coaching staff that has the same type of mindset, same priorities, kind of common vocab to go off of. I think it was really important. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It is a problem when you're not speaking the same language as a staff. It doesn't mean, and I hope you don't always agree on everything, because if you agree on everything, then it probably means things aren't working the right way. But if you're not speaking the same language, you have, a, you have an issue. Mm -hmm. All right, so you had your first game yesterday. Uh, the W didn't go on there, but I'm sure there was a lot of learning. There's probably some frustrations. But let's say, what's your one big takeaway from your first game, this first time this group got on the floor? What was your one big takeaway? Let's hear from each of you on this one. Kelly, you want to start for us? Um, my biggest takeaway was we have girls that are going to fight and battle. Um, I talked to a lot of people afterwards, and pretty much everyone I talked to were like, man, they play hard, or that defense was phenomenal, which is really exciting because I told them before the game, I said I want people to walk away saying three things. One, those girls play hard. Two, that defense was smothering. And three, I can't wait to watch you tomorrow. Um, and I heard all of that. So... In my book, we we got some of those little victories. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about from you, DC? No, I would agree with that. I think there's a, a just a different style that is going to be on the floor, and I think that if we continue that effort and continue for the little things, it's going to result in the Ws. But I know, um, you know, our opponents will walk away, you know, win or loss, going. Okay, that's a different style of team, and they're going to come right up at you and. What I liked about it is they never stopped coming. I mean, even when we shifted players in and out, anyone that got in there was it, it was uh, right on them. And what I loved about it is this is with only about eight practices, not even that. So I can't imagine when actually we have four days to implement new stuff. And then in December you have some breaks in there where you can implement even more. They're just going to understand more and more what we, what we expect, and then they're just going to grow from there. Yeah, I would agree, I think. I think understanding that this is going to take time and that we need to be patient with this. You know, we've had a great off-season of work. We've had some great practices. And so, you know, you want to come in expecting this big win and surprising everybody. Um, and so just from the coaching staff and from the players, like, we just need to be patient and do what we're going to come to do. Yeah. So I'm going to have you do a little fill-in-the-blank. Uh, one is we kind of get ready to close up, so I'm going to say this season was a success because. And so if we were sitting at the end of the year, what would be that one thing you would say it was a success, a success because, and I won't let you say we made it to state or we won a state championship or anything. Like that. What would be that other thing besides the wins and losses part of it, Kelly? Um, because we stayed a family the entire year. We, we are going to have bumps in the road, and if they are willing to trust the process and keep battling together, we're going to have a winning season. Good. Yeah, I, would, I would echo that. I, mean, I think it, the cohesion that this team will have that can roll into a successful offseason and continue to grow, I mean, it, that's going to be the biggest success. I mean, like I mentioned before, I think sky is the limit, but it's just going to take some time, some in-game um, um, happenings that are just gonna, that they're just gonna have to see, and then we can build upon that. So I, I think the togetherness, which I'm already um, just excited to see. I mean, just in the short period of time the girls have been together and watched them 
you know, last night uh, in the huddle and in the locker room, even when we were down, it was just a really, uh, just a nice, uh, refreshing look at how they're, how they're putting this together. We'll succeed if we don't stop fighting together. So they can't, they can't let down. Well, let, let me say uh, I'm excited tonight for my first opportunity to, to see him play. Uh, I don't like pretty. I like gritty. Uh, I really do. I like teams that fight. So I'm really excited to see a style that when teams walk out here again, win or lose, they're like, I don't want to have to do that again. Like, that's the one team I don't want to have to play again because I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I'm beat up and uh, I'm excited for that. So I want to thank you guys, one, for doing the podcast, but thank you more because you put in a ton of time. You certainly don't make any money doing this gig, uh, but you're making better young ladies for the future and ladies that will eventually someday be impacting kids like you are too. So I want to thank you for that. I wish you the best of luck tonight and the best of luck for the rest of this year. Thank you.